Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Today is Thursday, December 12th, and I'm doing commute podcasts today, going for writer coffee. Always nice to get together with my writer pals and discuss industry stuff. We also gossip. I learned very interesting gossip today, um, just from the about the writers community here in New Mexico in the mid 90s things I didn't know before which I know is a tease because I really can't go ahead and tell you guys <laughs> what I learned although I, I apparently like almost everybody around here knew it except for me but uh, wouldn't be fair for me to pass it along on like a public podcast but very interesting stuff People, people, people. One of the things we discussed... I'm actually on my way back from Ryder Coffee. I should not have... Uh, I probably made it sound otherwise. I decided I was running a little bit behind, so I decided to take the interstate in. Yeah. Very pretty Cooper's Hawk sitting up on that light over the road. I was checking out the territory, looking for a snack. Um... Yeah, so I decided, oh, I just record on my way home. I was going to, I stopped at Starbucks. I was going to get um, that Bailey's Irish Cream Cold Brew. The second time I have tried to get that cold brew, and they are just out. And then when I pointed out that it was still up on their video menu, she said, oh, well, that's because some locations might still have it. I was like, whatever. <laughs> I was I was irritated by that. I She was very nice, and I shouldn't have been so irritated, but it was just like... You know, why do you advertise a thing? Why does Starbucks keep sending me, oh, here's this featured drink you should try, and then they don't have it. <laughs> so, but I needed to get a gift card anyway, so I got that. But I thought that I would be drinking coffee on my way home, and I'm not. So it's all a lie. All illusion. So, oh, one of the things that we were talking about was something that I looked up this morning. I did do an hour of revising on the fate of the Tala before I went to Writer's Coffee. And we were talking, up, and I was, you know, I, I do the thing where I put, um, if I can't think of the word I want, I put it in square brackets as I'm drafting. Lots of pretty Christmas trees at the Mexican village. Very nice. <laughs> oh, and a shipment of mattresses. <laughs> That's funny. You know, and there's some sculptures. One wonders about the shipment of mattresses. <laughs> I guess, you know, like whatever you happen to have available to sell, right? So anyway, I'll put those words in square brackets, especially if I know that I've using it multiple multiple times on the same paragraph and I don't want to have to try to figure out right then some alternate words and so I was looking up and I've when I'm revising I have my synonym finders there on my desk paper copy which is uh, well battered and well loved and really an excellent resource I love my synonym finder it's way better than a thesaurus so I was looking up in the synonym finder the word betrayed because I had used betrayed several times right in that same section and and there and there were different 
shadings of betrayal. So I wanted to, to grab some different meanings. And I was really struck by how many ways there are to describe betrayal. It was really sort of a lesson in um, human relationships it reflected in the language there because it's like there are so many ways to describe having believed that someone was on your team and had your best interests at heart and then turned out not to. Uh, all of the different gradations of ways to describe betrayal. So we were kind of talking about that and um, Yeah, it was, it was an interesting conversation. How people mess up other people intentionally or not, I suppose, is one of the take-home lessons. Especially within intimate relationships. And that's how I was using it uh, with, you know, uh, with my married couple. I guess I could say this. It's not going to be any surprise that... Um, because it's right there in the tagline on the cover, right? That that Rafe and Andy are are fighting with each other, are having trouble, and both are believing that the other is somehow betraying the trust that they have between them. And that's really hard, isn't it? That's really difficult in a long-term relationship, in a marriage in particular, I think, where you come to believe that the other person is like the one person in whom you can place absolute trust. And so when they do something to violate that trust, it, it hurts worse than, I think, almost anything else. And same way with probably a friendship. People who are not that close to you, it's less surprising and impactful when they violate your trust. But, uh, yeah, the injury that is delivered by that kind of cavalier treatment of your feelings is really difficult to overcome. And we have a lot of words for it. A lot of words and phrases and metaphors and ways to describe how that feels. So, but otherwise, I mean other than thinking about ways to describe betrayal. I think the revision is going well. I am layering in the things that I need to layer in, and it's um, the book is not as terrible as I thought it was. <laughs> At least the first hundred or so pages. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit past that on the revision. I think I'm on page 107 out of 327. And I might be closer to the end than I thought. I think I was really worrying about that I couldn't resolve some of the conflicts too soon. And I think I've actually solved them right on schedule. That's one thing about writing a novel is that it becomes difficult to, to keep in perspective how long things are taking for the reader. Because it can take so long to write that, and especially if you have pauses between. So, you know, like with me having, you know, taken some time off not feeling good and then taking time off over Thanksgiving. You know, I sort of had these gaps in time and I don't 
it's not easy to tell how much has been built up and what is an appropriate time to to resolve them and I think actually everything's resolving right on time and I'm closer to the wind-up than I thought so even though the book I haven't written the ending yet I think there's not as much ending to write as I had believed and I am taking out one thread um, it was one that Marcella pointed out I had not resolved which I knew I had I knew I hadn't come back around to it I kind of let it go and now I'm just thinking it doesn't need to be in there it's something that I felt like was kind of left open from a previous book and there's a much easier way to resolve it than what I had in mind and it's just kind of it's too much of a red herring and it's just taking up space and I think that's part of why I hadn't come back around to it was because it just wasn't it was just cluttering up the final climax and I think wasn't really all that important or there's a simpler way maybe to resolve it in fact now it occurs to me I can put in something that will still address it without having the big several scenes I had I had one two three four scenes about this the fourth one not yet written and it's like why why about this one kind of really very minor secondary character that probably most people don't even remember about now we'll see the, the book will come out and you all will write to me and say but wait what about this very minor secondary character why didn't we have a big confrontation about that and I will point you to this podcast and I will say because I decided in the grand scheme of everything it really just was not that important there you are so yeah I'm feeling pretty good about things I think um, I think it's all we'll see it's all coming together you may yet see uh, or hear me flailing but at this point I'm thinking it's alright I might send at the end of tomorrow I might go ahead and send uh, some the, you know like what I've written so far to my people so that they can start reading if they wish Saturday I have um, the Lyra Christmas party which I'd kind of been waffling on did I have time to go but I think I have time to go I think it's good to take some breaks and go do those things uh, we ended up not having time to go get the Christmas tree yesterday and I won't have time today because I've got to get my hair done this afternoon very important hair appointment and and I'd like to go to yin yoga I guess I could always skip yin yoga but we'll see what David wants to do I could always go get the Christmas tree tomorrow afternoon it'd be nice to get it decorated my um knee is also kind of bothering me I have my left knee I had surgery on low these 25 years ago and every once in a while I tweak it and it gets inflamed I think climbing up the ladder to put the feralitos on the roof might have strained it and it's kind of swollen up and stiff so I can't decide if yin yoga would be good for it or bad for it I'm of two minds 
like a tree in which there are two blackbirds. So, um, that's where I'm at with things. I am nearly home. The mountains are beautiful today. Blue, blue, blue with snow on the top. Just gorgeous. Fresh snow, it looks like. Oh, look, and here is something lying on the road. What is lying on the road? It is a crushed tumbleweed. Yeah. He shall tumble no more. All right. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful Thursday. And I'll remind you that Jeffy's first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. You can find other podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.